Hello, I'm Debs. And I'm Hannah, and welcome to The Write-Off, a podcast for the everyday writer. Even if you don't write every day. Whether you're hoping that what you're working on will one day be a Sunday Times bestseller, or you're simply putting words on the page for the pleasure of it, The Write-Off is a podcast for every writer on the journey. You might be squeezing your writing time in around multiple jobs or childcare, or even just around the ebbs and flows of your own enthusiasm. But we're here to say, us too. Welcome to Series 2, Episode 2. Hooray! Hooray! (laughs) What is this episode about, Hannah? Today we're going to discuss the excellent benefits of having access to the internet as writer, but then also the horrendous downsides. (laughs) That is, that, that summarises it perfectly. I mean, there are obviously loads of different aspects to the internet. Shall we start with social media? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm part of the OG generation who came up with social media, as are you. You're so clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I didn't invent it, that's not what I'm trying to say. <laughs> wow, that's a really bold statement. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> What are you doing on this little podcast? <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I grew up I grew up with the advent of social media yeah. and from MySpace. Oh hello, my God, yeah, of course. Onwards. Um, and so it's become very normal for, yeah. for us to, yeah, expect social media to be a very prevalent part of your everyday life. Totally. And it's now very important to every business, every different sector, really. And one of those is writing. It's like, you know, if you have a business, you have a social media page, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. And I think as an individual writer, the pressure is on for individual writers to have that online presence. I suppose it's a two-way street because I suppose it's an expectation that you will have created a presence around yourself so that you can demonstrate your platform. Totally. But yeah. then it also allows you to sort of jump up and down in a world where there's a lot of noise and say, well, look at this, look at me. Yeah. And, that, and you know, before we had social media, whether you love social media, hate it, or have no strong feelings either way, um, you know, you were kind of in the wild, weren't you? You were in the wilderness. Totally. There was um, no opportunity for you to say, this is who I am. This is what I'm working on. This is what I've done before. You know, whereas you can do all of that. And I suppose it's the it's opportunity for platforms for self promotion, and I mean that in the best possible way because I think sometimes we can be a little bit negative about self promotion, and there is definitely a tipping point where self promotion becomes a sort of vanity project. There's a lot of narcissism. <laughs> uh, I, think, I think there's a definite tipping point, and also it can be quite exhausting. Oh my god, it is so exhausting. Like, but it's also exhausting to engage in that whole environment everyone's in this noisy room shouting yeah you know and it's like I totally get why that's the way of the world now and you kind of have to Mm. the positives of that are you can kind of like make the world see you the way you want to be seen the way you should be seen but at the same time it's so time consuming yeah it is so time consuming and I suppose what it does then is it becomes a fundamental time drain and so the time that you're spending trying to create. get people to notice you and create this platform on which you're sort of building your own little what writing empire. And I suppose this is like a lot of this is the stuff that you do before 
you have any kind of team on board involved with publishing yeah <laughs> that mystical yeah. world of publishing we're talking from our perspectives where yeah you know we're like the bottom the rung stung. of yeah. the ladder <laughs> scratching around in the dirt um <laughs> But, like, yeah, all those hours that can so easily get sucked up by, you know, trying to be present and funny and witty and create interesting content on the internet. Yeah. Well, they're all hours that you're not spending Writing. at your laptop. And, I mean, some days that's going to be the most, the best use of your time. Yeah. But also it's like, if you're anything like me, it's a very good excuse to ignore what you actually need to be doing, which is writing the bloody thing you say you want to get published. Yeah. And of course, as well as going onto Twitter or going onto Instagram or Facebook or whatever to promote yourself, you're then on social media, which is designed to distract you and is addictive. And so like, you know, some of it will be distracting you from even doing your own self-promotion. I think as well, there's a real rabbit hole there where you can, because we're all presenting these beautiful curated versions of who we are and what we are and what we've achieved, there's always that, you know, you go online on a really low day where you've you've barely written any words for weeks and you wonder what the fucking point is. And then you kind of see all these people on the internet who... Achieving. Yeah, Yeah. and they're busy, 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 and they're successful, and it can be really, like, soul-destroying. Some days it's like, oh, yeah, look at these people. And other days it's like, Uh, it's a real cesspit for your self-esteem. But then, of course, as we know about social media, you go on it to present the best version of your life and yourself. And so, uh, you know, I think writers would be doing that too. And we are all not guilty of that, but that's what it's kind of for in a way, is is to show those good moments. Yeah. So if you're not, like you say, if you're not feeling great about what you're doing, all you're going to see is the best version of someone else. Yeah. And it it doesn't mean that they're not having the same kind of struggles as well. Internal battles, yeah. Behind the scenes. But of course, social media, there's the other side of it, which is that, it's it can be incredible for your mental health because you can meet you yeah, can meet people communities i think that's the biggest thing isn't it i think if you didn't have access to the internet and were you know trying to put something together on your own and you don't necessarily know where to go to say i'm doing this is anybody else doing this yeah the sort of old analog way yes. <laughs> like really slow I don't know, you know, maybe you would just go to your local library and find a little group that's, you know, but yeah. it's not. But what if you're the only writer in your village? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you've got nowhere, you've got no one to share. Yeah. With. And I love that. I love that there are potentially the perfect little pocket of people on the internet who think like you and work like you and yeah. or maybe don't think or work like you, but, you know, who get it. So you can be motivated, you can be inspired by people on social media. Yeah, but know. I think it's a leveller, thinking about all the myriad aspects that go into writing. It doesn't matter who you are, you know, what your circumstances are, your financial circumstances, your physical circumstances. If you want to write a scene that takes place on a street in Siena, yeah. you don't have to be able to afford the plane ticket to travel to walk around the streets. Yeah. You know, you don't have to scour 
libraries for other people's accounts of what that place is like. Exactly. Imagine being in the 1800s and doing research. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I suppose you maybe just wrote from a smaller lens, do you think? Yeah. I, I think that's the thing, isn't it? I suppose anyone can research anything. So isn't that like... Pandora's box in a way because whereas once upon a time you might have said well I don't know anything about this and I don't I've I've never experienced it I don't know what the light looks like in that's so true but I mean maybe that's why writers are told write what you know because back in the day you kind of had to yeah (laughs) (laughs) whereas now you're right god the, the access we have to information is incredible when you think about it but then at the same time the kind of like limitless options are sometimes a bit crippling as well. Also, yeah, you're right. And also, how do you know that all of the information you're getting online is correct? I know, because this is the thing, isn't it? I think we are experiencing now a kind of time in our lives where fact-checking <laughs> yeah. is not always applied. Yeah. A lot of stuff is taken at face value, isn't yeah. it? And I've, I, I'm guilty of that so many times, yeah. just assuming that because it's been written down there, yeah. somebody somewhere knows it's a fact. Yeah. If, if you're getting your research from a meme, <laughs> okay. I, I, I dig deeper. Like, but yeah, totally. Like I totally read something and believe it. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I've shared things online before and then gone, oh shit. That was that was complete misinformation. Yeah, and had to delete it and go. Sorry. <laughs> so if you're then researching for a novel or whatever, you know, a script or a story, you know, like you don't want to get that thing wrong. Yeah, I suppose you kind of hope that you'll be caught in the net eventually. So, say for example, if you have written something and somewhere in your novel a detail or details are wrong that's when the editing process whether it's your editing process or then later down the line a professional editing process yeah can catch those things yeah it's true the net i like it the net the uh, net oh. <laughs> i just think for me i'm so wildly distracted by having access to the internet but i really also struggle to just switch myself off from it mm. i feel like my attention span is so small <laughs> I don't know there's such immediacy to the internet so say for example you're in the middle of a paragraph and then your brain pings and says oh you need to add butter to your online like, <laughs> shopping list for the Tesco delivery yeah so then you're like click 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 butter and then you're like oh I'll see you know what's the BBC news and I'll check the weather for tomorrow I mean I'm making myself sound like a <laughs> very boring person <laughs> but like notifications are really bad yeah. when you're in when you're trying to actually concentrate on something they are really bad and we're i think everyone is guilty of that the notifications are doing their job if they distract you i know i remember Jessie burton wrote something where she said i think it was the muse she literally had to put a, a software program on her laptop where she could block the internet access for a specified amount of time so that no matter how tempted she was yeah. to uh, just jack it all in and go and wander off down the depths of the internet, she she just couldn't. And clever. it is clever. On days where you do need to do some research and have some visual images or, you know, you can say, right, I'm going to, um, you know, spend a couple of hours at home looking at X, Y, and Z, or reading up about X, Y, and Z, but and when I'm it. actually yeah. writing, yeah. I'm not there. 
yeah. I'm somewhere where. Yeah. I think it's discipline as well. I have to say that for me, I think I struggle with discipline. You know, ultimately, the people who get the words down on the page are the ones that exercise discipline. But that comes from just being organised. So going, okay, Tuesday afternoon is my research, Wednesday morning I'm writing. So, yeah. so, so I reckon if you were, if you put yourself in that position on, on Wednesday morning without the internet, you could, you'd fly for a couple of hours. Yeah. I guess we're living in quite specific times where maybe once upon a time you would have regularly gone to the library or something on days where you had your time to write or, you know, even a cafe and we're less, maybe less likely to have access to those spaces or choose to be in those spaces. But now everything is at the touch of a button. It's so available. It's too available. Yeah. One problem I have with the fact that everything's there available at the touch of a button is I've, I've begun to rely on certain things like thesaurus. Like you say, when you get interrupted by something, like you hit a certain wall and you go, what's the word for that? I would then go on, look at the word, be distracted by another word, be distracted by another word, and then like half an hour's gone. Yeah, I suppose in a way that that is like why choosing to just write in that sort of free form first draft way where you're literally just yeah. removing yourself from any kind of need to format or check. <laughs> it's very true because also like I do things like put in brackets, find a better word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great because like, you don't block yourself, do you? Yeah, no, no, no. So yeah. what you do is you say, I know that's not perfect, I know that's not right, but I'm not going to then go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Thank you, internet. Again, discipline. Yeah, well, that's discipline. really good. It's yeah. putting those things in place that protect you. So it's like freeing yourself from the learned behaviour of immediate immediate action. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, I know yeah. I need to work out if that word means what I think it means. Yeah. I know I need to find a, a better descriptor. Yeah. Or, you know, I know I need to check that you can actually turn left on Percy Street in London. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's so true. It yeah. can happen later. Totally, yeah. Which I'm, by the way, I'm not good at. It doesn't mean that you can't be. And, like, and that's what we you kind of need to put these things in place. And then once you change your habit, because I think there's a benefit, like you say, to pre, pre-internet is you have your research days, you know. So I guess it's about planning. Yeah. I, I know that when you sit down at your desk, it's, it's easier said than done because internet is addictive. Yeah. And we're all addicted. Yeah. Sadly. So it's, it's like changing your, changing your habits. We are so lucky in some ways to have access to the information we have. Yeah. But at the same time, we can't let it overwhelm us. I think as well in the way that it's changed the face of how people can both write, but also receive writing. So you're not at the mercy of somebody finding an agent, finding a publisher. Like, there are other ways to put your words out into the world. And depending on what your marker is for, like, what you want for your words and, you know, success in inverted commas, you don't have to rely on anybody else giving you that golden handshake of saying, this is worthy of, you know... You can self-publish. Exactly, you can self-publish. You can publish... Um, you know, and I don't even mean like in a compiled book. You can use your social media platforms yeah. to put bite-sized things out, poetry, yeah, short stories. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, there is the counter-argument that maybe, uh, and so it kind of flows into the whole snobbery thing, that maybe there's not the same sort of, like... Status that comes with, like, being yeah. a published on-paper writer. Yeah, but not yeah. even status, more to do with discipline and writing well. Mm. You know when anybody can just press click on anything that they've written? Yeah. I think there's a beauty to that. But then at the same time, it means that a lot of unfiltered, unchecked material can exist in the world. <laughs> you know, I think, I think there is a snobbery to that, for sure. Uh-huh. But at the same time, we have the power yeah. to, to like put ourselves out there and to create and share it. And I suppose like once upon a time, without the powers of the internet, you know, you would have just had to have been like, photocopying things and <laughs> making your friends read them <laughs> I used to do that like staple things together and then be like there you go yeah I mean but that <laughs> I get like uh, taking it back to the basics even pre-social media you can share things via email oh yeah <laughs> think of like printing it all on a on a typewriter and then posting it out and waiting months oh. to like hear back must have been painful. Yeah. yeah. At least you can get the rejection early. The way now that kind of publishers and sometimes literary agents search for... New talent. New talent can be really, like, really, really specific. We're looking for a story that's aimed at young adults about goblins. How weird is that? You know, because obviously everyone, if it wants to get an agent, will get published. You read that and it's kind of like, oh, well, they're never going to, they're never going to want my thing because it's so specific what they're looking for. Yeah. But then that's just like one person who woke up that morning and thought, do you know what we don't have here? <laughs> is we it? Don't I don't know. Because I don't know a how book it works. about goblins. <laughs> well, no, I mean, that's right. I mean, maybe we need to do an episode on publishing, Deb, where we just ask a hell of a lot of questions. That is it's very a gap in our knowledge. Yeah. Let's ask our lovely social media. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? Because, like, actually, we have a lovely community. Yeah. Um, they are gorgeous and they're so supportive and inspiring themselves because like we follow people too I think I find it as a writer helpful to follow the the people via our write-off podcast account oh yeah me too because it's a lovely community there are obviously like so many pros and cons it's a bit like a delicious casserole of nonsense in it the internet but like sometimes you get such a good mouthful yeah <laughs> <laughs> One very, very positive thing about the internet is podcasts. Oh, yeah! <laughs> they can be so inspirational. <laughs> I don't know which podcast you're talking about specifically. You know, I find if I'm, ha- if I'm writing, I do find them helpful. Oh, do you know what? I pretty much... Not them. ours. I'm not being, you know... Oh, no, don't do it. <laughs> specifically the writer. <laughs> and no, I totally, 100% agree. I think I've probably spent the last two years listening on and off to loads of writing podcasts they're really helpful and actually just often quite enjoy listening to the ones where really established writers talk about you know their origins and their journeys because it reminds me that we all start in the same place yeah we all start in the same place and nobody's got some sort of specific magic about them necessarily it's always about just sitting at the desk and putting the words down yeah yeah and turning off the internet 
And it makes you feel like you are not alone. Yeah, well, isn't that... I mean, isn't that just it at the end of the day? And something is, that can be quite isolating, like writing, the internet and podcasts and social media remind you that you're not alone. Oh, lovely. Now <laughs> I just know. I just know the horrible truth that I just need to remove myself from access to it. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> not all times. I need a healthy balance. It's all about moderation. Yeah. Like any good addiction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to any like millennials and also Gen Zers who are listening thinking, wow, <laughs> what are these two talking about? <laughs> Do we sound a bit aged? <laughs> I think that's a given. Um, <laughs> forgive us for our naivety. And thank you for giving us 20 minutes of your time. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Hannah, for that lovely chat. Um, What will we be discussing in episode three? Episode three is going to be about the question, once your mum's read your writing, who's it for? (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to that very much. Uh, (laughs) um, Thanks, everyone, for listening, and good luck with your writing. Good luck with your writing. If you have enjoyed today's episode, then please do subscribe, rate and review us. It helps people to find us and every listen and download to our little podcast really does make a difference and we really do appreciate it.